welcome to the Mammoth Monthly. I'm your host, Jay, with me this week, month, Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, typically, we have a lot more people here, just us this week, yeah. or this month. Um, so, uh, kind of the uh, original crew doing their thing. Um, but, um, there's, I don't want to say we've hit the drought. But we're getting into that where it's like, yeah, you guys really need to be, like, picking up some of those. There, there's some gems out there that you will find. Um, but uh, uh, we saw this month, I, I think I think the recurring thing with a lot of the games releasing were uh, re-releases for this mm-hmm. month. Which I, I yep. thought was interesting. I think it was more than we usually see. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, epic game store exclusivity expiring and yeah. uh, stuff like that so but um there's still a couple in here that are, that are pretty good um of course if you guys get that chance head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc uh join us talk with us on the daily we appreciate that as well uh twitter at mammoth games inc so you know when we go live and do junk just like this we're gonna kick it off per usual going right into games with gold um and the um floundering second like after er, the, the floundering afterthought that it is yep redheaded stepchild for sure yeah yeah so games with gold um the f- main game that you're getting as as always they split it up into like a full month, half month coverage, and then two like older games that you get each half of the month. Like, why do we got to do that? Why, why are they making know. things more complicated than? It's to make you log into your Xbox more often. Yeah, I guess. You know, so kind of stupid, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, May first to thirty first, uh, you get Yoku's Island Express, which is kind of a cool, unique game. We've talked about it. It's been free on other platforms a lot, so. Um, you know, I think everybody pretty much knows what that is. It's almost like a pinball adventure game, sort of. Um, Speaking of Monkey Ball. Um, From May 16th to June 15th, you can get the Inner World, The Last Wind Monk, Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, So you've got another Inner World game. It's like a point-and-click adventure game. Um, Okay. Yeah. crazy there. I think the art style threw me off when I saw it originally. I was like, this looks like a really ridiculous cartoon i think yep. it was the pigeon in the video that we're the watching pigeon. on the live stream where it's like a really tall pigeon it has like a really long neck it's pretty fine yeah so um your 360 games you get this month may 1st to 15th you can get hydro thunder hurricane boat yeah, racing yeah. game pretty cool yeah it's a lot like uh this might be one of the the probably the second best thing that you get this month which is kind of funny yeah. um it's it's very much like uh like like wave racer or whatever oh yeah wave racer it reminds me of um playstation had jet moto back in the day mm-hmm. it reminds me of jet moto uh so yeah classic looks fun yeah and the uh obviously the best one on the, the batch heavy hitter yeah yep. may 16th to may 31st viva pinata party animals we oh, need a yeah, modern we... viva pinata game yeah what what are they doing Okay, I'm looking. looking it up. I'm Rare, looking. get on it. Yeah, so, you know, we've been talking about it over and over again. We might even be kind of phasing out talking about games with gold just because 
Xbox is kind of phasing it out, and it's definitely like a, an afterthought. Yeah. Um, they they really want to focus on Game Pass. Obviously, it's a much better deal to get Game Pass. Um, yeah, if we can figure out what comes with Game Pass, we could just be like, okay, this yeah. is the new things that are coming to Game Pass. This is what's going away, and quickly yeah. here's your games with gold. Just kind of like instead of like taking time to actually talk about each game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that should be the possibly way of the future for our Xbox conversation. Um, yeah. But it's really hard to find a compiled list of things that are coming and going on Game Pass. Um, it's always kind of a broken up mess. Mm. <laughs> so, um, something that, you know, you could look forward to. Uh, switching over to um, PlayStation Plus for me. Uh, not too bad. Uh, it, it's some things that I think I think it's more like surprising games like this game could surprise you because you're going in really with no expectations um, a big game of the month for PlayStation 5 is FIFA 22 um, that is obviously not the game we're talking about yeah um, you know what you're getting there for PS4 PS5 you'll get Tribes of Midgard which is really cool yeah. um, and it's going to have the dynamic refresh rate patch yes yeah Yep. Um, Should we talk about in the in the uh, weekly normal episode? Yeah. Yep. Um, so go check that out uh, to learn a little bit more about that. Um, but yeah, uh, Tribes of Midgard. We talked about it a couple times previously. Uh, it is like a team based um, exploration, like tribe game. I mean, if, if, if that makes sense, uh, you, it's, it's you and uh, up to, it's up to 10 players um, working through a game that's kind of like, if I compared it to something, it would kind of be like a like dungeon mm-hmm. crawler, almost like, a, like Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks like a lot of fun. I think this, I mean, when I saw this was on there, I was like, yes, because I wanted to play this originally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, I mean, we don't get like a really good quality, um, like ARPG come along like every day, especially yeah. with this heavy co-op as, as this one has, mm-hmm. I mean, nine other players aside from you and it has a building mechanic. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that one's really cool. Um, the other game, the PS4 specific game, is uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. I haven't looked into this one. It looks interesting. It's definitely going for like a um, Darkest Dungeon look. Love that. Um, skill blaze, skill blazed. Wow. Single player roguelike. You're exploring an accursed temple, an infinite labyrinth of bottomless pits, deadly traps, and monsters. Your greed will lead you to death, but that's not the escape. Rise to fight again. So it's like, yeah. It's that art style. It's doing roguelike. I mean, nothing like crazy unique or anything, but it looks cool. Worth a download, I would say. Oh yeah, for free. For free, yeah. Um, I think the thing that's that, that I really like about it is, um, it is a, a mixture of, of fantasy and um, kind of modern. Your character can have a gun, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's like an, an interesting like late fantasy thing which is like a really cool zone to be in yeah yeah it gives you just a lot of um a lot of flexibility uh, typically yeah. I, I think what i would have expected here would have been like a crossbow 
Um, but no, they, they they went with the gun route. It works with their art style. Um, their their main character has mutton chops. Nice, saying a lot. Love that. Looks great. Looks great. What's he chopping? Chopping down them ladies is what he's chopping down. That's true. Hugely true. Yeah, looks. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to say it's the best month that we've had. Um, but I don't know. I think you guys could have a lot of fun if you are into FIFA. There's of course that. I think a lot of people will be surprised by Curse of the Dead Gods and Tribes of Midgard. Mm-hmm. So. Pretty solid there. Uh, and not to be outdone, of course, Epic's always giving out some freebies. Uh, right now, they're giving out Just Die already and Paradigm. Um, yeah, Paradigm. Is it Paradigm? I, I clicked on the Just Die already because I wanted to get a, a deeper look at it because it looks kind of fun. Um, yeah. It's an Old People Mayhem sandbox created by the guys who made Goat Simulator. Yep. Of course. That's hilarious to me in a way a goat is just an old person that's true so yeah it's just like a crazy physics sandbox and everything you know yeah you you make your own fun yeah yeah Yeah. and that's cool there's definitely i think there's definitely room for that and being uh an old guy in a tank top with a frog hat on awesome awesome that old guy was taking a piss yeah yeah. You yeah. gotta do that sometimes, you know? Crossplay hear hear this hear this well. Crossplay on all platforms. Hell yeah. That's where it's at. Um Yeah, Paradigm is like a weird um surreal adventure game. Uh so you play as the handsome mutant paradigm whose past comes back to haunt him in the form of a ge- genetically engineered sloth that vomits candy. Okay, so, this so is definitely all of like the games a, this yeah. month. Yeah, this is basically like a um, like a weird like Tim Schafer esque <laughs> adventure game. The sloth has like Donald Trump hair. Yeah, <laughs> you know how it is. Oh god, that's awesome! And the dude is so heavily mutated. He's mm. got like a whole second head growing out the top of his head, and it just said co-starring Doug. Yeah. God, I might have to download this. It's a, it's, it's just like a. Is this like a point and click adventure? Yeah. It looks good. It looks really funny. I like this, the, I like all the stuff on his head. It it looks like something that Devolver Digital would make. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. Um, we have these two games uh, hanging out until May 5th, and then after that we're at least getting Terraforming Mars. That'll be the 5th through the 12th. Um, but you know how they do. They always kind of pop something else new in there. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye on that. Mm. All right. Now's the time you've all been waiting for. Games releasing for May 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, we need um, yeah, like we said, it was a ton of re-releases and, uh, you know, new um, console, like, you know, games that already exist coming to new consoles. Some of the stuff as old as, like, 2010 or something we saw. Yeah. There was so, some we're old not going to talk there. about those. You know, if you want a re-release of, you know, whatever, you can figure that out and find it. 
And I feel like some of the re-releases may have even snuck into this list just because we don't have enough information about specific games. We couldn't tell right. if it was a re-release or if it was something that a whole uh, new thing, yeah. a whole new like thing in the in the in the line of games. So, first one, we have uh, Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. So, continuing the uh, Warhammer Hunter. licensing free-for-all. Um, this is coming out for PC. Um, seems to be like a ARPG, uh, sort of like a hack-and-slash thing, and you're playing as a Space Marine with everything that that entails. So, God, the Space Marines are so fucking big. Yeah. It's such a weird concept to make something so big that it, like how could they even move yep it's power armor you know so yeah it, it, I mean you know if, if you're getting into this you know what you're doing right. um, well maybe the uh, <laughs> the Warhammer stuff I, I, I continue to just think that they have like the best business model of all time which is just like hey do you guys want to make like a weird game yeah. And if you yeah. say yes, then okay, here you go. It's awesome. I mean, you end up with some weird stuff. And yeah. some of the, I, I was saying, I, I can't remember if I said that recently on the show or if I was just talking to like a friend about it, but I was like, their model is just so smart because they have that, that, that flexibility of, oh yeah, like we actually, you know, throughout that console generation released 400 games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people be like, "Holy shit, really?" Um, and you're like, "Yeah," but there were like, seriously, there was like five good ones, and then like three cult classic games that were like hit really, really well or whatever. Um, it's just casting that wide net, catching the mm-hmm. right storm. Uh, you know, the the, the perfect uh, like like lightning in a bottle situation. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a good idea. All yeah. right. Uh, the next game uh, coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC is Trek to Yomi. Is that how you say that? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you're. It's a side-scrolling, uh, you know, two D action game. Um, you are playing a samurai who is on a trek, and I'm not sure where, but you are uh, basically trying to. Um, you know, do a series of you go through a series of different areas. It's kind of black and white. They're doing like an Akira Kurosawa thing. Yeah. Um, looks pretty good. It's going to be on Game Pass. Okay. Day one. So That's I haven't pre-installed. Nice. Um, it looks it, it looks, looks it looks re- cool. It looks really good. Um, yeah. The way that they keep the uh, the the 3D vibe. It's a 2D game. Um, so so mostly everything. But there are those times where the camera has to like shift. In a mm. three-dimensional space to have your character move around things. It kind of reminds me of, like, late Sonic games, where they had that, like, they had some turns and stuff like that in, in the track. Um, mm. And uh, in, in a way, it actually reminds me of, um, I think more than anything, this reminds me of Resident Evil and Silent Hill, the way it's a, a fixed camera when you walk into an area. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes like a 3D game, but it's you move in a 3D space, but it's it's, it's a two dimensional right. uh, plane that, that you're working on. Um, yeah, it'd be cool to see more of these. This immediately, like, I had no idea what this game was, and and it's a, a immediately like captured my attention for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I'll be checking that one out. Yeah. Um, 
after that, actually, a game that I had heard about and actually seems really interesting, like a story-based game. It's called Best Month Ever, coming out on PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox. Um, basically, you are you're you're playing a mother who has like a month to live, and you have to use that month to kind of instill certain values and lessons in your son. And then you see after the month how that plays out. That's cool. right. Like how it affects his life. So um, seems really interesting. It should have a lot of replayability built in and everything. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's really interesting. It's, it's got a really unique concept, I think. So yeah. Yeah. what a weird concept. Yeah. That's cool though. Like it, yeah. The the style is not um, it it's very much focused on the story you can tell, right? Rather than it, literally anything else. I, I think the biggest thing we'll see is suffer here is probably gameplay. Yep. Um. But it, it has it definitely has an art style. Um. Not the kind of weird suit. like yellow poly thing going on. Yeah. Uh, um. What was that game? Um, where you're the skeleton on the overmap. Uh, is that where the water tastes like wine? Yep. It kind of has... kind of reminds me of... It's, like a, it's like a higher res version of that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, definitely cool. interesting. Coming to PC, um, PS4, Switch, and Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. And then, speaking of interesting, uh, a spin-off game for uh, the uh, Swedekin, uh unofficial sequel, uh, Ayuden, uh, Ayuden Chronicles 100 Heroes... Uh, so the spinoff is Aiden Chronicles Rising. It's kind of a prequel to like introduce you to the world and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's doing like just a, a totally different thing. Um, this was a stretch goal. Uh, it was made by a different studio and everything. So, um, seems cool. Seems interesting. I might check it out. I, sure. I did kickstart the uh, the Hundred Heroes okay. RPG. So. Well, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, and May 13th, finally, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC, uh, the Evil Dead is releasing. Evil Dead the game. Um, so this is uh, basically your Friday the 13th, the game, um, version of Evil Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. Like, Evil Dead is... A very interesting universe. Um, I, I I liked it well enough. Um, I, I thought it got too, uh, too campy for me um, yeah. as as the movies went on. Yep. But I came back around when they did their um, Ash vs the Evil Dead series. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. That series was just a fun fun thing. And uh, so what it is, four players are. Uh, the hunters or you know survivors, if you w- whatever you'd like to refer to them as, I think they have different names depending on the, the people that you pick. Um, and uh, then another player plays the evil, um, who mm-hmm. has different things that their abilities on like inhabiting different objects, uh, and and just generally trying to stop the hunters or heroes from from achieving specific goals mm-hmm. so i don't know i i i, I really want to play this um 
I don't know if I... Yeah, I, I, I might end up picking it up depending on if the right group of people uh, <laughs> can ask me to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't think this is going to be something that I would pick up um, as like a solo game. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, looks, uh, like, it looks like it came along. Yeah, another, another game that's kind of doing a unique, interesting thing. Um, which it seems like a lot of the games coming out this month are the ones that aren't just re-releases or whatever are kind of doing like a weird unique thing so they're kind of coming out in a quiet month where they don't really have anything to compete against smart um, which is smart yeah so uh, the next one on uh, the 19th Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song on PlayStation Xbox Switch PC um, okay. So this is like a. I think we've talked about this. But yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. You're like an investigator looking into. You're like a fixer for one of the vampire clans, basically. Aha. Uh-huh. And you're like looking into a particular murder or something like that. Um, but yeah, it looks really interesting. It's almost doing like it's like a strictly story version of like Vampire. Yes. Which I think is a smart idea. Very smart idea. Um. But yeah, it looks. It, you know, know, you'll. It looks like there's a lot going on. It looks interesting. Uh, Do we have gameplay? Vampire. I think we've seen gameplay. Um, I can't remember. This is a relatively old trailer, too, if you look. It's from 2020. Yeah. So. um, The game's been around for a little bit. Yeah, it's like an investigation game. Um, So, yeah, Paradox, I think, has the ownership of the Vampire the Masquerade stuff now. And they've had the same kind of theory where it's like uh yeah world of darkness stuff they're like yeah you can you know basically if you want to make a vampire the masquerade game just let us know and we'll probably let you do the license you know yeah so so yeah the, a smart idea it, it feels a lot like a um like heavy rain yeah yeah i, re- I do remember seeing this uh now that i'm kind of looking at this at the at the video so um, yeah, you're definitely if you're into the story and and you want something kind of refreshing, yeah, this could be it. Mm. All right. Um, speaking of the game, this is this was the game that I'm like, I'm not sure if this is new or not. Um, but Cotton Fantasy, um, uh, Cotton Fantasy is a uh, from everything that I could see, and, and I pulled the trailer from Strictly Limited Games. Um, and it showed like a 30th anniversary of, of the game. Um, you play a character who is like a witch on a broomstick, and you're uh, like attacking. You're, it's a. It reminds me of like Zone of the Enders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and you can move left and right. The screen kind of progresses with or without you. You're the static yeah. thing in the screen um, that's uh, creating a bullet hell basically so you're this actually looks really good it looks fun um but i i could not tell if this was new or not yeah um it looks like it has some other kind of things that you can do um it does have some it's not just left and right it has some verticality um it has some over the shoulder you know kind of like if you picture like picture like driving a car or whatever Mm -hmm. um so yeah uh I, th- I think this could be kind of just a fun game and it was part of the reason that I left it it just it could be kind of a fun game to play um, 
when you're kind of like like uh, like I was talking about Elden Ring on our weekly show, uh, how it feels cumbersome when you're gonna play mm-hmm. it. Um, this would be the opposite of that. This would be like playing, um, like I got really into playing Slay the Spire when I was moving. Yeah, because of it was still a little complicated, but it was something you could easily jump into. I think this would have that same allure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next, we have um, on PC only uh, Crossfire Legion. Um, yeah. yeah, this looked like it would be something kind of up your alley, kind of a StarCraft. Yeah, it is. It it looks like it's doing like a mix of like Command and Conquer and some of the more modern RTSs, which I really don't like a lot of the modern stuff. Like the direction that they went with a lot of the modern games is just not I'm not a fan of. But yeah, this looks pretty good actually, and this had not been on my radar at all. Yeah, the the um, I mean, it obviously has that base building aspect and, and yeah. you know setting that up and. Um, really old, yeah, like Command and Conquer or StarCraft, um, where, where you're building your area, this is my main area, let's move out and explore from there. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. There's a demo that's out right now. So you don't have to nice. wait until May 24th on uh, release. You can actually go try the demo, see if it's your jam. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, the other one on uh, May 24th, Tukin Ranbu Warriors on the Switch. It's um, a fun name. Yeah, what is it? I'm trying to get a sense of it. I, it almost seems like it's sort of like. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Dynasty Warriors like Dynasty combat Warriors. in like an RPG-ish world, maybe something like that. Yeah, it, ha- it looks like it has a map, and you're moving from uh, like I-, I saw like a mini map there, and it looks like you're moving through. Um, a, you know, a point A to point B, and you're just taking down things that are in there. Um, it looks like maybe it's like marking heavier bosses, and then they're flanked by troops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like you have multiple characters you can play as, uh, even a time limit. Oh, it looks like there's a lot of characters. So I mean, that's very traditional in this, um, uh, like very like Japanese. Um, style game yeah so and they, they do they love putting just hundreds of characters in, in <laughs> games they love to do that yeah. it's fun I mean it is it's that Warhammer thing like you cast that wide net one of them's gonna catch on yep and they'll make it in Super Smash Brothers <laughs> alright May 20 May 26 PlayStation Xbox Switch and PC we have to everyone's surprise Sniper Elite 5 they just keep making them. Yeah, we had to actually look at the box art when we were looking. Yeah, at Yeah, I was like, wait, has this come out yet? Is this? I thought maybe there was already a yeah five, but no. Yeah, um, we have no idea what you're doing. Um, I, I of course see uh, uh, it looks like World War Two something going on. I, I, I see that uh, Nazi. Uh, it says France under it. Them damn rascals. So yeah, you're taking out. Uh, uh, what did they call uh, Vichy France? Okay. Cool. Why not? Why not? Yeah, these, these games are always like, you know, I don't like to get super into them because, like, the later levels just become so complicated. You have to really be, like, a strategic genius. So, it's a lot like Hitman. Yeah. I, I've never compared those games before. 
Hitman and Sniper Elite. But it is that that thing where you can play this level over and over again and and find different outcomes, way to, ways to finish um, or or achieve specific goals that you might have missed previously. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, so these games are fun. It says Game Pass, so there you go. They've, yeah. they've got my number right there. Yep, that's, um, that's how you get me. And yeah, the first it's always like for me the Sniper Elite games. I play the first mm-hmm. couple levels, and I'm like, this is awesome. And then the, when it gets hard, I'm like, okay. I got it. Like I, I blew up a dude's nards. I, I did the X-ray <laughs> shot of like taking out a, you know, right through his eye. I've done the through the scope shot. I it get it. Zooms in on his left nut and it just explodes like a grape in a microwave. Boom. Yeah, and that's the noise you make. You're like, ooh. All right, ooh. I get it. Bada bing, bada boom. Got him. All right, moving on to the 27th. Um, we have for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Moolander. Yeah. Yeah. Moolander. So it's basically you're a you are like a weird UFO in like a Metroidvania but you're like a cow controlled UFO, right? I think so. This game I think is it's a cow in there. Really weird. I think what had happened is you're the alien and you control the cow. You can control mm. several things. But nice. you can control the 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 like the cow and yep. i think which is what you're here to abduct um yep. and you get into a whole thing it looks like um yeah this game looks crazy it looks super silly and i think yeah. the cow might be an alien as well it has like some weird like mushrooms or something growing out of its back or maybe yep. the cows are just strictly the enemies and the alien was throwing around the cow i have no idea <laughs> yeah it's a lot going on here there's a lot going on here um but, you know, you can check it out if you want. I just thought it'd be funny to leave Moolander because it sounds a lot like Zoolander. And Zoolander was yeah. ridiculous. I, I, we've also started uh, pushing around the idea of Moo Tycoon. So, oh, yeah. TM, nobody can steal that. Yeah. Yep, we own that. Sorry. Um, more details to come. Yeah. All right. So, and our uh, last final one. one. Yeah, this is where we said, okay, look, this is sort of a re-release. <laughs> so, we're going against our own thing here but it's also like funny that this even exists pac-man museum plus which is a sequel to pac-man museum which is a also it is which is a collection of games but also this is a collection of other games <laughs> it has to be a collection of the same games right <laughs> right how many fucking pac-man games are there how many fucking pac-men can there be pack and pal pack and play pack and fart uh-huh. pack and fudge my favorite Pac-Man game. Oh boy! Now yeah, this is we can make uh, that one game. of the main things they're doing here is including a lot of the weird ones, like the 3D Pac-Man where you can jump. Uh, Pac-Man Tetris. Yeah, like Pack and Pal. Uh, yeah, Pack Land. Pack Smack. Pack to the Future. We don't think about it, but <laughs> this one, Pac-Mania. Um, Pac-Man yeah. might be the most like overdone. Game Not just time. overdone, but probably in the most genres, other than maybe like Mario or something like that. Yeah. Um, pack in time. Pa- that's why I said Pack to the Future. I thought that was pretty good. That's funny. Pack Moto, which is basically Bomberman. It's Jet Moto, but with Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pack and Roll, which is like a, a, another 3D adventure game, basically ripping off Sonic. Oh, Pac-Man uh, Pack Champion. Royale. Pac-Man Champion Edition was really good. That was yeah. a fun take. 
I think you're wrong, and I think there has never been a good Pac-Man game. I mean, and it, it, it's just Pac-Man like dumb. it's like te- it's like Tetris. Uh, oh, Tetris oh. might be the best game ever made. Well, Tetris has that. Well, what's the newer one? The Tetris. Um, hey, the world. The uh, Tetris something Royale or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that game's a lot of fun. I can't remember what it's called. But there's like a single player thing where you play against the computer in a battle as well. Yeah. And yeah. that game's a lot of fun. I just I, I have it on. It's on Game Pass. I just keep updating it all the time. <laughs> and it's like they add new random levels and things. It's That's just, awesome. The it's getting rad. like daily updates. I mean, I, how much it's can cool. you do? You know, it's, it's... It's Tetris. It's Tetris. In this case, it's Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I don't know. I think I think I might be in the camp, though, of if it's a collection, it can't have a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. A collection But they a collection. proved us wrong. Well, they're trying to prove us wrong. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going for him. Wow. All so right. that's it. I that's mean, that's, it. You know, kind of a, again, we've we've been kind of a broken record lately, but kind of a quiet month. We're still recovering from, like, the nuclear bomb of Elden Ring that was dropped, right? Oh yeah, no, I mean, um, it's not even that. There's still games I haven't even purchased that came out in that time span. I haven't even yeah. touched Kirby. Well, yeah, yeah, I haven't touched Kirby. I'm really interested in doing Kirby. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, I, I think this is, like, a good time to get into the smaller, weirder projects. It's a good time to catch up on backlog. Yeah, let's get weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is what is the next like huge upcoming release? I guess uh, <sighs> games releasing. Hold on, we can't go. Everyone don't go at the same time. Yeah. So I mean, it's like uh, let's see here. Forspoken. I'm really excited for. That's June or July, right? I don't know if that's uh, going to be their biggest thing, though. That, it's not going to be huge, but I, I think it's going to be really cool. Um, Starfield is looking at 11, 11, 22. They really doubled down on that, didn't they? Yeah, they always um, do the 11, 11. Yeah. Stalker 2, no way that's coming out this year. Yeah. They are literally, like, fleeing for their lives. <laughs> um. <coughs> I'm quickly scrolling through. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in August start. right now. Yeah. So... Um, I'm not seeing a lot here, you know? Diablo Immortal comes out June 2nd, the mobile Diablo game. Okay. I don't know if I'd say that's... We'll see how that goes. Oh, The Quarry. That's the the follow-up to um, the, like, Dark Pictures anthology. And um, what was the one with... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Penetier. Yeah, um... Until Dawn? Until Dawn. Yep, it's the follow-up to those. So that looks extremely good. And apparently there's like 128 endings. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Not for me. Digimon Survive. I'm going to be excited for that one. July 29th. Two-point campus. And... Yeah, that's basically it for, you know, uh, yeah, so Forspoken is October 11th. Starfield's November 11th. So. Did anyone yeah, remember that Ghostwire Tokyo came out? Uh, who? Uh-huh. I don't know her. Uh, Weird West did come out. That's one that is a lot of fun. I actually jumped in and played a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're really, really into those, like, isometric things, um, you know, that 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 style of game i don't know just kind of 
at certain times it just does it for me and i'm like yeah that's like all i want to play so early scratch edit Ooh, well here's the biggest game on um oh that was that was april 20th what was it glover oh come on lego star wars obviously is game of the year (laughs) damn i expect there to be something more but uh you know yeah here we are um, well, I mean, most likely what will happen is that during, like, a summer of games or something, someone will announce something that's coming out, and you know, November tomorrow. 3rd, and it's going to be some, like, huge, crazy, insane game, so. Yeah. We're definitely in the uh, quiet news part of the year, um, but, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, good time to catch up, good time to discover, like, hidden gems and stuff like that, so. Yeah, and just kind of, like fixate on some of those games that are that are out there that you're really interested oh, in for me yeah. shredder's revenge yeah really the, excited i guess i i forgot to talk about it in the news but um the dlc for crusader kings that's coming out is a it's a flavor pack one of the like smaller uh dlcs okay and it's basically going to be focusing on the uh the iberian peninsula so like spain and portugal and like the battle between uh, Christianity and Islam, on that's going on there. So they said, you know, that was one of the main starting points of the game from launch. They said it's one of the most popular playthroughs. So they really want to drill down and have. There's going to be like a whole additional mechanic called the struggle, which is like talking about what the popular opinion and like the the civilians' opinion and what's going on in this conflict are and everything. And like, sure. if you're converting. If you're forcibly converting Christians to your religion or, you know, the opposite too quickly, there can be, like, uprisings and, and like, weird holy war situations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it uh, is really should, it, yeah. it is really interesting that they have that ability to, like, grab that da- that data and seeing what people are interested in, what routes yeah, and be like, go. Oh, okay, and let's then, dive into that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really, really cool. And yeah, and Paradox, you know, they're the studio that sits and they just mine content for a game for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Shader Kings 2 got uh, 12 years of DLC, you know. So they love to do this kind of thing. Uh, their first favorite flavor pack was all about Vikings and uh, so how far, adding additional content and stuff like that. So How far, how many, how many DLCs have they released since it came out? There has to be like... Eight yeah, so, or something, so, right? Well, it, it was the so it was the Northern Lords DLC, which was all about Vikings. So that was a flavor pack. Yeah, they've done like a garment pack, which is literally just like equipable like clothing in the game. So that you know doesn't even really count. They did um, the Royal Court, which added um, equipment slots, so you can have like a crown and a sword that gives you certain bonuses and stuff like that. Okay, and uh, also court artifacts. So, like, you could have, like, the right hand of St. Peter or whatever, you know. Um, and then they, they added the whole court system where you have people come and petition you for certain things. And that can really change how the game plays. A lot of role-playing opportunity there. So, this is really only the, like, fourth big DLC. But, I mean, when they're doing some of these patches, some patches make completely unique new gameplay styles, you know? Yeah. So um, they're 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 increasing the specificity of the world. So like one of their early patches that was just free for everyone uh, increased the number of counties in Ireland because Ireland is the be- the best place to do tutorial. 
and it actually you know when you play the tutorial of the game that's what it does it just sends you to ireland um so yeah they it went from like 26 counties to like 30 counties or something like that so they're just getting more and more historical specificity and like doing some not really balanced changes because the game is not intended to be balanced but just you know leaning into certain play styles and stuff so um they've done a really good job with that like the royal court dlc included so much stuff like that was a, an expansion quote-unquote pack you know like a basically like a 30 dollar dlc right um but that included like changes to cultures so you can like hybridize your own cultures now and you can you can split off from like a, a notable culture so you know if you are uh let's say um french right you can like make a customized type of french so you can say like we are you know northern french which is like a, a complete unique type of french culture or you can say you know what i am french and i now control you know 15 percent of ireland i'm gonna make franco-irish like blended culture and i'm gonna have benefits from each um so that was that was a huge thing that expansion pack was basically like three dlcs in one um so yeah this next one will include uh a lot of additional flavor content and stuff for muslim characters so that's going to be huge i think the main future stuff for them to do with flavor packs and things like that are increase the interesting play that can go on in like asia because they go all the way over to mongolia right and they kind of have like central asia uh tibet you can form the empire of tibet they have all of india so you can do really interesting weird stuff over there so i think it's like it's outside of what you would typically consider in that period of time right like uh, especially like americans and like western people were completely obsessed with what was going on in europe and sort of the middle east right right so like to go out into asia and do different stuff and become like genghis khan or whatever it's just a lot like there's a lot more interesting stuff that could happen there but the game never drives you to go there so i think by the designers kind of focusing specifically on that area and saying hey let's make a playthrough where you will basically become genghis khan right the the, the king of kings or whatever yeah i think that would be really smart um but that you know that could be at the end of next year for all i know uh, we'll have to wait and see but i am definitely in the point in that game where i'm just kind of playing interesting storylines just trying and, like, to see like, stuff where can... it's like yeah yeah let's see if i can create yugoslavia or like let's see if i can do like polish supremacy like i did that recently where i created like this massive polish empire um you know just doing weird stuff and being like oh let's see what happens if like i want to do a playthrough I'm, I'm gearing up to do it probably after this dlc drops of basically doing the destruction of the uh, byzantine empire and forming like turkey or like the ottoman empire you know so uh a lot of stuff going on with that but uh yeah as always when the dlc hits it's going to come with a huge patch and that will basically make all your save files incompatible so yeah typically gotta gotta get this one out quickly and and it's fully released for the next one that's usually an early access thing oh yeah this it's a live game for sure that's weird for sure the patches add so much stuff that that they just it typically couldn't. makes the old game unplayable yeah yeah 
That makes sense. I mean, they do things like they even change where certain counties and cities are to make them more realistic on the map and stuff like that. Um, it's definitely interesting. They're, they're doing their own thing. I can't really think of another game that fits in that mold that's not like, you know, a, a multiplayer like shooter or something. I mean, they update it as often as like Destiny or something. So it's, it's kind of funny that they're in the completely their own space. Nice. All right. Yeah, I think that's our uh, monthly show, though. If there's something that we missed, let us know. Uh, drop us a line um, over on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Inc. Or let us know on Twitter, at Inc. Um, and uh, if you guys don't know, we do a weekly show, Mammoth Games Cast, uh, recorded on Sundays, uh, usually right around like 10, 30, 11 uh, Eastern Standard Time um, until whenever we end. Um, yeah. And uh, then that is released on Mondays. Um, so you can catch that for your, uh, you know, drive to work or, you know, whenever you have some downtime that day, just to get caught up on what's happening that week. If you guys um, have the ability, uh, go drop us a review on the podcast service of your choice. We appreciate that. But for Mammoth Games Inc., I'm one of your hosts, Jay. Uh, with me, Austin. Yeah, and you can find me online at FilterCord, typically. Yeah, and me, you can find me at Night Swarm. Have a good month, guys.